All right, you're going to get a little bit of a double intro here. This episode is a little bit different. I explain that later in this episode. We recorded this a week ago. This is just Shane and I this time, so a disclaimer. 39.5. Yeah, 39.5. So if you're into what we do, uh, you know, interviewing people, trying to tap into, you know, what, you know, how they their creative process works, how they built their business, how they, you know, whatever. If you're into that normal thing, what we do this episode is not for you. <laughs> this is just Shane and I simply talking shit. Um, super enjoyable for us. We hope you enjoy it as well. We recorded this a week ago, though, and since then, there have been a couple of new developments I would like to discuss. Uh, one, mainly, this piece of content that I found, but also, really quickly, uh, we've been picked up for a, a small syndication by 38 Songwriter Radio, which is, you know, it's cool for us because that allows us to reach a broader audience, and also, 38 Songwriter Radio is affiliated with iHeartRadio. They have their own station on iHeartRadio. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so now right. on Saturday nights, uh, our, our episode from the week prior, you'll also be able to listen to it on iHeartRadio through 38 Songwriter Radio's list. So we're reaching more people, so that's pretty cool, and I hope you guys check us out on that. Uh, but anyway, Shane, uh, a little bit of what we talk about in this episode that, that everyone is about to hear, uh, we get a little personal about some things, but also I think part of being a, uh, I think part of being a, a human and a decent person is almost, you know... At least one time throughout the day, whether it's, you know, in the mornings when I'm just getting my day started or at night when I'm winding down or if I'm running or riding on a bike or something, I feel like you have to take a personal inventory. You know what I'm saying? Like, what situ- like how did I handle this situation today and what, what could I have done oh, to handle reflection. that better? Yes. Did I – did maybe I speak to this person in a way that I shouldn't have? If so, have I rectified that? Have I apologized to them? Have I made it right? Um, but also, I think a lot of times it's uh, – I need you to unlock your iPad chain, but – I think a lot of what, what the way we are as adults, I think a lot of times has to do with things that happen with our childhood. So I've, part of my inventory has been like, where you are know, you going, dude? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, it's, we're about to get to it. I have to, I have to set it up, but you know, I'll, I'll try to think of maybe because I know I'm a little crazy, but I also like, I'll think about every now and then I'll think about, man, what caused that? Like what caused this situation? And for some reason, the other day I thought about, when I grew up, I lived in Alaska from when I was one to seven years old. Up until second grade, I lived in Alaska. That's all I knew. Like, you know, 22 hours of sunlight during the summer, whatever. Well, anyway, my parents raised us in a, in a Baptist home, in a, in a Christian home. And we went to this church called Anchorage Baptist Temple, ABT for short. It was before mega churches were a thing. But if there was a mega church in the 80s, especially in Anchorage, this was a mega church. Well, we'd always have guests come in on this church and for some reason one particular guest that I remembered from my childhood popped in and his name is Lil Markey all right L-I-L-M-A-R-K-I-E all right Lil Markey as a child I thought it was hilarious because it was a you know mid-30s chubby blonde white guy but who would tell stories as Lil Markey in a high-pitched voice all right. So anyway, for some reason, I thought of Lil Marky. I was like, I wonder if there's anything on YouTube by Lil Marky. So the first thing I saw, uh, I went and I was like, Lil Marky sings. All right. So if you want to follow along at home, you, you can hop on YouTube, type in Lil Marky sings, and this is what you're going to get. All right. Let me turn, try to turn this volume up so we can. So Shane, I'm going to hold this up so you can kind of see what's going on. Where's the, uh, uh, no, that side. I will praise you, for I am 
Move what this. the shit? All Here, right. hand that to me. Here. Oh, shit, little Marky. Some of us a little more fearfully than wonderfully. But the fact is, we've been made by God. So what we have is, we have a man standing in front of a church congregation. Kind of a skeezy looking dude. A mullet. Bright yellow shirt. Blonde hair. Chubby. Now he's just singing a... A normal Christian song, I'd say. You know, it's a little cheesy, right? Well, fast forward to about a minute, minute and a half. Here we go. That's a good spot. Then he goes into Lil Marky. Little Marky. That's fucking old. Okay. That's dude. So that's the creepiest shit. He is going in between him and this character, Little Marky, in front of a congregation of elderly people. Probably what I would assume. Your typical sanctuary of people in a Baptist church are probably 30 plus with a few kids in there. <laughs> Hang on though. So, hand me the iPad. This is cra- Okay, so you did, you would This is a pretty good piece of content. You'd agree. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, we're about to go to crazy town. All right, because after that, I, I went down the rabbit hole, and uh, and I, I found the way Little Marky got started was someone wrote uh, an essay of sorts called Diary of an Unborn Child. Okay? <laughs> so, this is what we get from this. Just hold it up and just listen to what's going on here. When we get about October three minutes in, this goes crazy. Just wait. Eyes. Nearly everything is settled already. October 19th. I have grown a little, but I am still too small to do anything by myself. My mother does everything for me, although she still does not know that she is killing me under her heart. But I am a real This is little Marky in, u- in utero. Yes. Stroke my mother's hair and tell her how nice she is. 
November 20th. Only today the doctor told my mother that I'm living here under her heart. How happy she must be. Are you happy, mother? Dude, November I can't do this. Hold on. Today is Thanksgiving. <laughs> my mother and father are probably thinking about a name for me. And they don't even know that I am a little boy. So they are probably calling me Barbara. <laughs> but I want to be called Andy. I am growing so big. December 10th. My hair is growing. It is as bright and shiny as the sun. I wonder what kind of hair my mother has. December 13th. My eyes are almost fully developed, although the lids are still shut. When mother brings me into the world, it will be full of sunshine and overflowing with flowers. I have never seen a flower, you know. This is a tape they would sell for parents to play to their kids. December 24th. I wonder if my mother hears the delicate beat of my heart. Some children are born with sickly hearts, and then the gentle fingers of the doctor performs miracles to make them healthy. But my heart is healthy. It beats so evenly. Tap, 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 tap. You shall have a healthy son, mother. December 28th. Today, my mother killed me. Hang on. Hang on, he's about to start singing. Why did you kill me? Oh my god. When God made me special. Oh my god. This is the most cringy looking thing ever. Volume one. <laughs> How many more volumes on? <laughs> put my little arms this i have no idea what's coming and i'm just watching this in, in the couch at my house when i get to the three minute ten second part i fucking lose it i'm sitting there by myself in my house with my two dogs on the couch dude and i am hysterical like but okay so the thing is that's the most morbid shit this is unbelievable okay so i had to tell someone about it immediately so my wife comes home. I was like, Kelby, <laughs> you've got to see this. She was mortified. And then she, like, I thought about, because this guy, little Marky, would go from church. That's how he made his money, going from church to church to church, doing this character. Little Marky. Is he still alive? Have you, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know any more than this, man. This is today that I've rediscovered this. Oh, this is today. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so... 
But anyway, Kelby was talking. She's like, okay, so an overweight, white, Christian male with blonde hair and blue Blue eyes eyes is in front of a congregation singing to women who probably have had to make that difficult decision about having an abortion in a five, in like an unborn kid's voice. And his hit song is, why did you kill me, mommy? (laughs) That is, there's no bigger definition than white male religious privilege than sitting up in front of a congregation singing that song. Like, just unbelievable, right? Are you not blown away? No, I I just, I I need to know more about this guy. Uh, I, uh, there's no, there's nothing on him. He, there's, there's I know. I feel it. like this is our gold. That's it. Like this is content gold for us because this is not viral. But this is the one of the greatest pieces of content I've ever come across. But anyway, I'm thinking that that may have a little bit to do with <laughs> why I am the way I am <laughs> at 35. So you heard it here first on on Wim Team. So anyway. That's gonna set the tone for this for this episode, I guess. And uh, I hope you here enjoy. Uh, I, I can't even talk. I hope you enjoy hearing Shane and I just discussing random things. And uh, thanks for tuning in. All right, WMT Podcast, I have no idea what episode number this is, but we're going to do things a little differently than we normally do. Um, if it's anything, it's like a, a point, point, point five. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> 39.5. We can't take 40 away from, from exactly. a guest. Exactly. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> um, but, but basically, the, the deal is, man, we spend a lot of time talking with, with other people and this podcast is about hearing other people's stories, but a lot of times we miss out on a lot of things too, whether it's uh, stories that happen to us or especially current events. Cause a lot of yeah. times with the, uh, with the person that we have on the show, we don't get to touch on certain things because shit, it doesn't come up in the conversation or it's not appropriate for the conversation yeah. either way. That, that may be a skill that I need to get better at as well, but it's also really not the theme of the show. Exactly. Yeah. And you so, don't want to talk about what happened this week over, you know, them talking about, Whatever they got going on. Absolutely, some fucked up shit that happened exactly. when they were six years old. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so man, I don't, I don't know where we got, where we want to start, man. But I got a. Bunch, I will say it's, so. it's very fucking weird sitting in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I'm right. Across the, from you now. That, yeah, those of you can't weird. see. Shane is in the guest seat. So, how do you feel? Do you feel different? Uh, uh, these headphones are are, are better. <laughs> do you, really? I think this. I mic, like this I like the other better. ones better. So I'll switch with you. No, if it's you good. like them. No, it's all yeah. good. Okay. No, maybe it's just because I've, I've done 40 episodes with those headphones. That's right. It's home base. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, do, do you feel any less powerful? Yeah, I'm not higher up. I feel lower. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 you're in this gigantic throne. This is how everyone feels. It's kind of intimidating on is this it? side. Maybe it is. <laughs> if I was sitting there and I've got you enthroned in this should throne, I, should I put marshmallow, the marshmallow chair on that I don't side? No, maybe. Huh, maybe I don't. It doesn't mean to be intimidating. That's a larger chair that you're in, but whatever. Still beautiful chairs. Yeah. So, you know, can't compliment the chairs enough. We have the best chairs on this podcast. <laughs> the greatest chairs. The greatest chairs. <laughs> huge chairs. This is a huge yeah. chair. It is a huge chair. Um, it's uh, what's the word for it? I forget the word that my is... mother in law used. She's shout out to Pam. She got us these chairs, uh, for uh, for basically free because uh. They were a year model later or something, and they had to get them out of the showroom, so we were very fortunate to take them. 
but there's a word that they use for that chair that's a medical term for fat ass. I figure that's what I don't know what the I don't know what the term is for. for for obese people. It is. It's yeah. for fat people, but it works out well too because when I have the band in here, we meet in here about once a week. So when I have the band in here, you can two of them, two of them, two of them sit can in sit here. in there because they're all pretty fit. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so man, I got I got a list of things I want to go through. Man, you got some things? No, no I mean. You just talked about the band. You just came off tour, right? Yeah. And that was some shit. It was wild, man. Definitely the most wild tour we've ever had. Uh, we were, first of all, man, let's get some. You want to get a drink? You want a drink? Let's okay. do a drink, man. I brought, I brought some beers. So. I was going to bring beers, and I didn't know if you're on some bullshit challenge where you can't drink I, beers. I am on a challenge, but it doesn't have anything to do with alcohol this time. But we'll get into that. Yeah, because I, I had a six pack of. Uh, I got uh, some of that G. Dog. Here you go, player. I'm with that. You want to. Uh, you want to grab a couple of those glasses? Yeah. Also, shouts to our uh, our podcast friends in a weird time recorded. Uh, good old Jared and Matt. Uh, they shot a uh, they shot Shane and Kuzian. Either shot him one or two, maybe. We got two. Oh, they sent us two. So so this one is mine officially. So thanks thank you all for the koozie. Um, they are they autographed the koozies. So uh, thanks thanks guys appreciate it. And uh, if y'all ever listen to some other stuff, listen to a, listen to a weird time recorded too. It's a little bit different than what we do here, but still, it's pretty enjoyable to listen to if you like to drink. And well, those guys are hilarious. Like and, yeah, tell jokes. Um, but anyway, yeah, man, went to <clears throat> made a made a trek across the country to play at a wedding on Whidbey Island. Uh, which is about 45 minutes north of Seattle. You have to take a, uh, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? The, not a trolley, but a, what's the word? With a boat that takes you across? A ferry. A ferry. Yeah, you have to take a ferry to get across the water. And uh, I think this is the first time, by the end of this tour, I say, this trip, this is the first time that I ever think that I might have seriously, if I had been evaluated by a doctor, I might have been evaluated clinically insane. For, for for a period of about 24 hours. Um, it was bizarre. So a week before we left, I got our trailer checked because, mm. you know, the, what's the first rule? Safety. Yeah. Second rule is teamwork, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went and got our trailer all checked out, all the lights, everything. Everything was great. Hopped back on my truck and took it back. So a week later, we have to leave for tour. And we don't even get out of Fort Walton, and our lights aren't functioning properly on the trailer. Okay, well, that's dangerous. So I stop at a place in Fort Walton. The guy says, everything is firing properly off of your van, so you need to, you know, figure out there's something in the trailer that's not right, something in your setup. So I was like, all right. So I said, we're going to get as far as we can, and we're going to take another look at this, like, in an hour or two. So I got past Mobile, and I pull into an auto zone. The guy says, it's got to be your light, man. It's got to be your LED on the back of the trailer. He's like, try this one. So I rewire, undo it, rewire it. By the way, I'm really good at wiring now. Like it's, I could probably start a side business. Rewire it, put the light on there. The light, the light's functioning the same way. It's still having the same errors that the other light was. So it's not a light issue. So we go to another place that's tractor supply. This guy that helps us out comes out. He's got a, a cowboy hat on, like the boots. Tractor supply. Everything. Yeah, he works at tractor supply for fucking sure. You know? <laughs> How good is that? It's delicious. Shouts to Sweetwater as well. G13 IPA. What is it? Is it, is it uh, how do they do that? Is it terpenes that they use? What do you mean? How do they make it smell like weed? It's hemp. Okay. 
They, I mean, I don't know their whole process, but it, it's, it's. I just figured that they were putting hemp, like hemp in the in the beer, like oil uh, flavors, like oil terpenes or whatever. But anyway, it's good beer. So this guy at this tractor supply looks at our stuff for a while, tries to do some other things. Uh, we got it to where we didn't have turn signal and brake, but we had running lights. So I said, "Fuck it, that'll get us through the night." So we drove all the way through the night, nonstop from Fort Walton to Denver, Colorado. So we get to Denver. That's about takes about twenty four hours. So we get to Denver. The first thing we do, of course, is uh, stop to uh, imbibe in some of the local treats that are that are available. We go visit a dispensary, and uh, and then we go to the person's house that we're staying at. She was very very awesome, and she takes us to a really nice place that's got good beers. Good. It's, it was like a mellow mushroom, but mm-hmm. t- there was only like one of them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a chain. So we do that well. Anyway, we drive, uh, still having trailer problems. Uh, we stop in Denver on our way out. This guy says, yeah, dude, come see me. I'll get you taken care of. So I come see him, and he says, I can't get you taken care of today. And I said, okay, well, we have to drive through the night from Denver to Portland, and I can't not have lights. So but we're doing the suicide mission style. Like, we don't, we're trying not to spend money. We're trying to get to fucking Seattle. So, yeah, that's a hell of a drive from fucking Denver long, to, to Portland. Long drive. Yeah, about 20 hours. So so anyway, this guy stays after. He takes, he, he takes man, and he's just cutting wires, like doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, super nice guy. His father was a musician, and his mother was a booking agent. So he knew exactly <laughs> what we were dealing with. He wanted to help us out. You could kind of tell that he had been through some stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You could tell that he had some stories. Mm-hmm. So he stays like 30 minutes late. Everyone has left, you know, everything. Well, his grandfather comes to pick him up because I guess he can't drive. So it's like, okay, that definitely, you know, adds to the story a little bit. So I'm just talking to him. Two and a half hours, we're in the same predicament. We leave Denver with a trailer that still doesn't work. So this trailer has just turned into a nightmare for me already. Drive through the night, same problems. Get to Portland. Hang out in Portland for the night. That was cool. Portland was cool. You know, we, we hung out downtown a little bit. Came back. Uh, next day, driving to Seattle. Spent all the day in Seattle. It was great. I went all around. I kind of separated myself from the group. Went to a distillery by myself and, like, went and found fish and chips and, like, a micro pub <laughs> yeah, by myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had to. Um, and then met up with uh, a couple guys in the band underneath the Space Needle. There was, like, this really good funk band playing, like, this big open concert underneath the mm. Space Needle. Seattle's beautiful. Anyway, so... As I'm looking, as we're leaving Seattle to head to this island at night to get on this ferry and head to this island to the place that we're staying at for the wedding, I look and our tires are bald. Like one of our tires is bald. And I had our, we, Charlie, uh, the drummer, had our van inspected before we left. Mm-hmm. So one of these tires is completely bald. I was like, how'd they let you leave with this tire on here? Like, this is almost dangerous. And Robbie was like, yeah, that's dangerous. And Charlie was like, I mean, it's kind of dangerous. I was like, no, that's fucking <laughs> dangerous, dude. So. So anyway, that day, the wedding day, Saturday, show up, uh, get get up and go get some food with the band. And I said, I'm going to stop at this tire place real quick and just see if they have the tire we need. I'll get you guys dropped off at the wedding, get all loaded in, and then I'll come back and get two new tires put on a view. Because one, another one kind of looked whatever. Well, a lady comes out and looks, and she's like, yeah, you shouldn't be driving on this or that one. I was like, okay, we'll take two new tires, please. And I said, I'll be back in like two and a half hours. She was like, cool, I'll have the tire delivered by then. I guess from another shop that had to come across on the ferry as well to like come deliver the tire. So I'm pulling the band in and the bride's 
dad comes out and he's like, yeah, man, just pull around this vineyard. Beautiful house. They have their own vineyard. Like just Jesus. killer. Yeah. They, I mean, they had enough to pay us to come to Seattle mm-hmm. to play their wedding and we decided to do it. Um, so he's like, just pull up next to the vineyard, go around this way, whatever. Well, as I go around that way, my my van, the trailer that's in the van, gets stuck on his driveway where people are loading in and out, <laughs> like halfway on the grass, halfway on the driveway. We can't move. So he goes and gets his four-wheel drive truck, ties a rope to it. He's going to pull us mm-hmm. up on this thing. Not happening. There's like a scrape five feet long along his driveway. Uh, just what happened? The, just the, the way he the... told me to go, I think I cut it a little close, and just my van wouldn't clear it properly. So now my back tires are off the ground, uh-huh. and my trailer hitch is in the concrete. Oh shit! And my van's halfway on the grass, so we're freaking out. Like it's time to load in. It's time to get stuff done. <laughs> Guests are arriving soon, and so his neighbor Jerry has what's called an excavator, which is like it's like a tractor, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like the bulldozer with like the claw thing. Yeah. 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 And it moves. It doesn't move on wheels though. It has it's the tracks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. tracks. So he comes. He puts chains on the back of our. We disconnect the trailer. Move the trailer. He puts basically ties our trailer ball to the excavator, <laughs> lifts the excavator up and pulls us out of there. So I'm sitting there talking with neighbor Jerry. He's like. It's like, man, you look like you've had a rough couple of days. I was like, you don't even know the half of it yet, man. But I definitely appreciate your help. Anyway, so then I had to rewire the trailer wires right there again because those got ripped out. So I had to personally rewire the, the trailer again. Then I had to go get tires. Well, the two tires ended up costing us $500. So I was like, great. And he said, by the way, man, he said, you said you're from Florida? And he said, yeah. He's like, you're like driving back there tomorrow? I said, yeah, we're starting to the track back tomorrow. He's like, you need new brakes, dude, and you're back. He's like, this is how much brake you're supposed to have. And then he was like, that's, That's how much you have. You're about 100 miles away from metal on metal. Jesus Especially Christ, driving through Washington. Who checked out That's your dangerous. fucking van? I, I'm not going to say it on here. It's a local company, though, that I'm never using again. I'm, I'm not happy with them. Um, but I know it got checked out, too, because they, they have the oil change thing on the fucking van. So I know they checked it out. But anyway, I said, okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to do that because tomorrow's Sunday. <laughs> so I guess I'm just driving through Washington because I at least know how to manipulate the vehicle, use downshifting and upshifting mm-hmm. rather than brakes to try to save as much as possible. So drive all through, drive all through the night, get to South Dakota because we want to see Mount Rushmore, go see Mount Rushmore. And I was like, all right, let's get these brakes fixed. So I called Midas. It's like noon. She's like, come on in. We'll get you in. I said, okay. We've already traveled through the night already, mm. by the way. Um, so I go in there. She said, just come back in a couple hours. We'll be good to go. I was like, cool. So one of the band members goes to a coffee shop. I go to a microbrewery with Robbie and another Charlie from the band. And, you know, we start having a couple beers. And the lady calls me and she's like, hey, we aren't going to have. She's like, you need a new caliper as well. And no places in town have it. So we're going to, we aren't going to be able to fix your van until Wednesday. I was like, it's Monday. We can't be in South Dakota until Wednesday. That doesn't work for us. I said, so So basically my thought process then is, okay, I need to rent a vehicle. I don't know what big towns are around mm-hmm. South Dakota. Don't find yourself. A- <laughs> I need to find myself this specific caliper, drive five hours, get it, drive it back so I can it can be here tomorrow morning for mm-hmm. the place so we can at least be back on the road Tuesday. That's the only thing that's going through my mind right now. Well, the lady at the brewery said, hey, you know, 
kind of understand what you're dealing with. She's like, call this place. She's like, they do all my car work. Call them. So I called them and I said, hey, I'm looking for a rear caliper for a 2015 Ford Transit 350 XLT. Do you have one? He said, man, I don't think so. Let me look. And he comes back on the phone. He's like, is it the left or the right one that you need? I said, I don't know, man. Hold on. So I called <laughs> I called the Midas place. Yeah. And she, I said, which one is it? She said, the right one. So I called him back. I said, it's the right one. He said, I have a right one. I was like, great. I was like, is there any way you can drive it over to Midas? Like, I'll pay you whatever. He's like, yeah, dude, I'll drive it over to Midas for you. So anyway, they have the caliper. We're celebrating because now we aren't stuck there till Wednesday. I'd have a couple more drinks. Uh, get a little crowler to go uh, <laughs> buy some. Oh, by the way, there's there's casinos in every gas station in Montana. Oh. Everywhere you stop, a gas station has a little, just a little casino attached to it. Like three times the size of this room, maybe. What do you mean? Like, you mean just like slot machines? Little slot machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bar. Yeah, slot yeah, yeah. machines. So I go in and put $5 into one and hit 120 like that. I was like, <laughs> my luck's changing. Yeah. But nah, man, it's not. So, uh, so Midas closes at five. And they haven't called me by 6 o'clock. I'm like, man, something's not right. So we walk from the brewery to Midas. The lights are off. The, the truck is up on, uh, <laughs> on the, the pull yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And just the cars are off. The new caliper is hanging from, uh, I think, hanging from the brake. Yeah. And I'm like, they, aren't, they didn't fix our van. Holy shit. So I kind of like start yelling. Like one of the guys he, peeks he kind of stopped yelling. He started yelling. Yeah. yeah, and one of the guys like peeks his head. Off. I'm like, "Yo, yeah. come here!" <laughs> so he comes over there and he's like, "Yeah, man, we'll have it ready for you in the morning." I was like, "Dude, I, I don't know how many times I've told you guys that like that doesn't work for us, dude." I said, "I don't know what we need to do to make you stay here and do this for us." I was like, "I just got some beer from the Smucker Beer. I share my beer with you. You know, let's drink <laughs> yeah. beers. Let's get this fucking van on the road, dude." And he was like, "All right, man." So him and his buddy, like 25 minutes later, had this thing ready. No shit. You're ready to go. Yeah, we pull out. So finally, I'm like, I'm going to sleep. So I go to sleep, and I sleep almost through the night just because this, this has just been chaos. Well, I get up the next day, the next morning. It's like 6 a.m. The sun had just come up. And, like, the van, every five seconds, is going, <laughs> And I'm in the back, like, laying on this air mattress. And I'm like, yo, don't you feel that? <laughs> Y'all don't feel that? Pull over. So, so now we're in Kansas City, Missouri. And I'm like, we're going to lose our transmission now. Like, And the yeah. thing is, this is a 2015. Yeah, no. I, yeah, you this isn't supposed that. to happen. Yeah. yeah. So I bring it. Uh, Robbie calls his dad, who knows a lot. You know, knows a lot of mechanics in town. This guy tells us to go to O'Reilly's and buy this red gel that you squirt inside the transmission. It'll fix the problem we're having. It should be like 25 bucks. He said, "Don't go to the don't go to the other the transmission place because they won't want to do it." Yeah, I said, "You know, okay." So we go get this gel. We go to the transmission place. I said, "I need you guys to squirt this in there." And they're like, "Well, it's a fifty dollar minimum just to look at your transmission." I said, "Okay." They come back. It's this is Tuesday by now. They come back and they're like, "You need a new transmission. We can have it here Friday for you." <laughs> I'm like, "Nah, man. Yeah, just squirt, no, that, squirt shit that shit in there." <laughs> That's basically what I told them. And they're like, "All right, you know, it'll be about an hour." whatever so we're back in there and i asked the guy i was like yo dude am i gonna make it to florida he's like i don't know <laughs> he's like you need a new transmission i said okay well if you had to bet i mean making it to florida or me not making it to florida what would your bet be mm, about 50 50 <laughs> i was like you're a dick uh so i said fuck it we'll go and the the problem robbie's dad said the problem will subside slowly like you'll you'll feel it getting better as that mm -hmm. gel works through there and sure enough 45, 50 minutes and into there, 
the gel got in there, fixed the problem and everything. I got my yeah. transmission checked out here at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, after that, I think I lost my mind. Well, what, no, was, what did the transmission I'm, guy say here? Yeah, well, but after the transmission thing in Kansas City, from Kansas City to Florida, mm-hmm. which is about 18 hours, took us, I think I was insane. I think I, le- I think I legitimately was. Um, I, I just self-medicated and t- <laughs> took care of some problems. And uh, I think I lost my mind. So we got back home at like 6.30 a.m., 7 a.m. That whole next day is just a blur. Doesn't even feel like it was a real day. But the transmission guy here said that our transmission's just fine. That, that gel isn't a Band-Aid. It fixed the problem. Mm-hmm. However, there's a recall on a rod that's where some of that vibration was coming from uh-huh. on the transit. So I've got that set up to get fixed on the recall. Thing. But I don't think I want to tour again, man. I think I'm done. I, th- I think I might, you know, unless there's a coach, you know, coach like a big bus yeah, 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 with, yeah. A, with a driver that's paid to professionally drive. <laughs> Uh, it was it was chaos, man. It was it was wild. But the wedding was beautiful. Everything was great, man. Um, but uh, but on there, man, to, t- to kind of take a fun story into kind of a different turn, man. Uh, I know we've discussed it on this podcast a few times, but you and I have lost another friend. Um, yeah. You know who was a roommate of mine for a year. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we worked side by side with him for co- three or four yeah, years. Coworker of ours yeah. for about yeah about that three or four. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so on my uh, this is all happening around the transmission time on this trip. I got a call from my wife that said, Matt, uh, he's in the he's in the ER or whatever, and it's not good. It's really not good. Like it's not looking good at all. And I guess like twelve hours later, they're like, it's done. It's mm. over. So I was like, well, shit. But uh, but going in <clears throat> going into that, man, this is uh, it's kind of crazy because I lost uh, pretty much my best friend as well, the guy who's been mm-hmm. my longest friend of my entire life um but i mean there's got to be something that can be done about this i, I mean i don't know what what i i don't think i think that's it everyone's just kind of up in arms and like hmm. i mean i don't know what yeah. what to do um <clears throat> well i think yeah, first it's, it's, i think we per- need to we need to stop looking at them <clears throat> as as bad people first of all or as criminals because that could 100% be me so easily mm-hmm. uh, with how much I enjoy this beer. You know, it's just that type of stuff didn't didn't resonate with me. It yeah. didn't it didn't put me on the path that has put so, so many of these people. Yeah. I don't know that if it was because I was conscious of it because I was like, that shit is dangerous. Like, I know that shit is dangerous or, yeah. or what it is. But what I'm saying is the 100% that could that could have been me. Well, I think you, sure. you got to be in a, in a place where you're like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if it's dangerous. It's making me feel better than how I do now. Yeah. You know, um, and then how do you get people out of there, mm-hmm. out of that mentality? Yeah. Um, you know, because I think you need to focus in what the problem was first. Why did you get into that? How did you get into that? There, there isn't no gateway drug bullshit. Like you were like. Yeah, let's take this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, what made you think that that was okay to do it? You know, um, and I don't know the answer to that. <clears throat> I think it's all individually based. I don't think it's it, there's no like wide spectrum answer. Well, I think fentanyl has been present in most of these. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that so? How do you know? Didn't that go? Wasn't it? I mean, I could be totally off base and not you know right, but it's you know uh, uh, oxycotton. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it was, oh, well, Oxycontin, you know, they kind of cracked down harder and now it's cheaper to get heroin. Yeah. And then fentanyl came 
That's basically so people are getting really shitty hairy heroin, and they're putting fentanyl in the heroin to make it seem better. Uh, no, no, thing, I think or, that, I think that you just do are people fentanyl. buying fentanyl? People are buying. People fentanyl. are just doing straight up fentanyl. People yeah. are like, "Get me, let me get." What do they call it? I don't like, fucking know. I have no idea. So people are seeking straight up fentanyl. That's from what I understand. Yeah, like I said, I could be totally off base. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not in wow. that game. I've See, I didn't know that. that. I thought that was just something they were adding to heroin. I've never been in that game. I have yeah. no idea. I mean, yeah, me either, the, 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 the only, I mean, I'm saying, but even the, the instances of, of being in proximity to it is just this shit. It's just getting fucking phone calls of our friends dying, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know? Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't get it. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, if anyone's listening to this, I put some feelers out. I, I think medical professionals, especially in relating to something as serious as right now, I think they're kind of reluctant to come on the show. Mm. But I've got some feelers out. I've got some people I'm talking to right now. Uh, I really want to get a professional in here to talk to. Um, a professional or an ex-user that might have some insight on I, what? Yeah, know? if I have if I have an ex-user in here, though, I want a professional in here with them as well. Yeah. Well, I'm saying maybe at least. Maybe I'd like to have, have them like, in here at the same a, time, a, maybe. Have a professional and maybe uh, uh, have them call in or something. <clears> yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I would like I would like both sides. I wouldn't want just absolutely, you know, absolutely. Um, so I'm I'm the same boat, man. I, but uh, but anyone anyone who's listening who might be able to have some insight on this or help out, we'd uh, we'd absolutely love to have you on. Uh, speaking of safer medicines, however, though I got my official medicinal marijuana card. You got it on you in the email. I do. I brought it so I can show you the the goodies that I have. So I went to. And, the, the and just full dis- full disclosure, I don't I don't really I've, I've mentioned it before, but I don't really smoke pot. Yeah, like, it's not a thing. Like it's it's available to me readily whenever. However, if I know exactly what I'm getting and how much of a dose I'm getting, and I think it can be used in, in really good ways to improve your health and you know mental and physical, really. So I went in there for the first time, not knowing anything. It's a place called Knox, uh, K N O X in Fort Walton. And I get a 20% veterans discount there. And then also for my first time in there, they give you a 20% discount for your first time in there, but they'll stack your discounts and give you 30% if yeah. you're a veteran and it's your first time. So what? I got 30% off. So I said, well, I'm, I should get a good little array of things if this is my first time in there. Oh, and also they'll give you a free, um, just a free little pen for your first time in there as well, just for your cartridges. So this is all oils. These are all cartridges and a... Um, uh, what's it? Uh, fuck. What's the name when you put it under your tongue? Sub. Sub. Uh, I know. I mean, that's the, yeah. That's like the CBD stuff I've got. No, I this mean, isn't. But this ain't. No, CBD. no, no. I'm saying like that's yeah. what it's under the tongue stuff. Yeah. So, know. um, so there's a lot of different things. First of all, uh, the 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 first thing I, I bought was this is a straight CBD cartridge. All mm-hmm. right, it's a vape cartridge. Uh, it's called Perla, but each one has a name that's based on the strain. That's 45 CBD, one THC. So that's just for, basically that's an insurance policy for me because I don't like getting stupid stoned. Mm-hmm. So if you get stoned and you're getting a little weird to where mm-hmm. you're, you're starting to have some anxiety or whatever, you can take this CBD and it'll straighten you out pretty quickly. But it's also really good for joint pain, mm-hmm. all that kind yep. of stuff, uh, even anxiety as well. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll help you out with that. But there's no psychoactive no, stuff no, in no, here no, just because no. it's like 45 to one mm-hmm. CBD to THC. Like I said, I, I mainly am going to use that for my insurance policy in case I get like too high messing yeah, yeah. with some of this other stuff. Um, my go-to, what I've, what I've been enjoying, is just one or two puffs off of this blended 
uh, one-to-one THC to CBD. It's 15% THC and 15% CBD in this cartridge. And basically, the CBD really helps take off some of the edge of some of that stuff that makes Mm -hmm. you go to the dark side if you smoke a little too much pot. Um, So just one or two hits off this, off the vape pen. Super mild, whatever. Uh, Right after I went to get my medicine, I went and rode the trails. And I took two hits of this before, two puffs off of this before I went and rode the trails. And it was great, man. It was the best trail ride I've ever had. (laughs) Super focused into it and felt great. Um, And then this bastard right here is a 60 to 1 THC to 1 CBD. Uh, It's a hybrid. It's half indica, half sativa. So it's going to be good for a lot of different things. Um, It is Blue Dream, but uh, their version, they call it Baldor. Um, Baldor, mm-hmm. and this was actually this was actually harvested recent uh, on August first, and it was bottled August 9th. But that's the big that's the big guns. You take one or two off there, and uh, you're probably gonna be like high school high. <laughs> no shit. So that's not really. I don't think that's gonna be my thing. No, 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 no. You know that's gonna, you know, that's gonna be before I like go see a funny movie or something. You know. <laughs> And then uh, for sleep, I've, I've been having some sleep issues. Just you know, it's, I have a really hard time staying asleep yeah. when I do. And he said this is the best thing you can ever this you can ever do. You put uh, you know a certain amount of drops, and, and your dropper is uh, is mixed here. And this is a one hundred percent indica, just straight THC in this. So it's an indica dropper, and it has little lines, and it lets oh, you know dosage, how much yeah. it takes. So yeah, man, you put you put that amount of drops underneath your tongue. Let it sit for three minutes, and you swallow the remaining oil. And within about an hour, if you're still awake, you're like Superman, basically. You're good to go. <laughs> so those are the four products that I bought. I'm uh, pretty excited about it. Got 30%. All this stuff right here cost me about $150. Rad. And for what? <clears throat> yeah. And and really, like I said, I, I don't even – this isn't even something I'm going to use every day. I'm no. going to use it to benefit my life. And – I can ride. I can have it in my vehicle, and I, I don't have to worry about going to jail, yeah. losing my business, or, or anything like mm-hmm. that because of you know yeah. something that's meant to help people. Uh, and also, this is uh, a thousand times safer than any sort of opiate yeah. or any sort of or fentanyl. So, yeah. but it, but so anyway, I'm, I'm excited to experiment around with there. Got my. Uh, this this pouch didn't come with it. That's a little side. So they don't though. do flour though, huh? Yeah, the one in uh, in Pensacola. The one is. in Pensacola has flour cartridges. I don't know if it's like a. It looks like a K cup from what I can see online. So I don't know if it's like you insert it into a, a vaporizer and then you're smoking actual flour. But like I don't know if you can just go buy straight up loose like mm. nuggets yet. Okay. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Oh, but I also don't know if these K cups or whatever I call them K cups because they look like that. I don't know if you open them, yeah, and, and if there's loose flour in there. Yeah, and it's I like, don't know it's that. Like a, I'm going to find out soon because I, I have cards to those places. Like the one place that I saw that has those, I have a $75 off $150 purchase. So you go there, spend 150 bucks, get 75 off. And I think they have a veteran's discount as well. <laughs> so, Capitalize. Yeah, man, you, gotta, you can stack discounts. That's They put it on their website too. They said you can stack your discounts. So... Um, so yeah, man, that's kind of cool. Good for you, cool. man. Yeah. And tell me how that stuff actually works out. Um, just like I said, I've I've been looking into that. Uh, just more so for sleep, and the, the CBDs, it, it, it helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not. I feel like it wears off. 
like real yeah quick. well that's the thing with this oil he said that that the lasting effects on that whereas a vaporizer you're looking about an hour to two mm-hmm. as the lasting effects of that whereas with those drops under your tongue you're looking mm-hmm. at about eight hours yeah and that's what the cbd the what i've got has mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. i've taken that cbd and i've just been kind of like kind of waiting for it to like kick in and like yeah. help me doze off and it some it, I feel like sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Now yeah. I don't know if it's a placebo Have thing or whatever. No. Melatonin worked really well for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, I think between a blend, like a low-dose melatonin and just a few drops of that indica will probably, yeah, put, probably go get good. some good sleep. Yeah, man. Um, but you should do it for sure. Yeah. I wish they had a referral program to where like I could like, refer you. Refer my discount. Free weed. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wonder if I can work something out with one of the shops to like sponsor the show to where if you use like the code like WIMTY, yeah, like fifteen percent off, ten percent off, yeah. yeah. We'll look into that. We'll, we'll look at for you guys. We'll look yeah. into that. Get onto that. Um, yeah, man. So we've been having some crazy things happen in our world as well. Um, I guess, man. Fuck, man. I guess we'll touch on it. This investigation. Uh, just with oh, Trump like you're right now. About yeah, Mueller dude, and all that stuff. And, dude, his yeah, attorney yeah. pleading guilty, having you know whatever. It's just I don't so know if many gonna, smoking guns. I don't. Dude. I don't. I just. I don't know if anything's gonna happen with it, man. I think it's just we're gonna have to wait and see. Um, I think we definitely nothing. Nothing solid is gonna happen until after midterms. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't because his his. He's getting freaked out more and more. Oh yeah, he's losing he, it. He, yeah, like uh, you've, I've always thought he's losing it, but now he's fucking losing. But it. I think he'll implode um, before anything. A, a, any sort of like impeachment wouldn't be able to happen uh, in any sort of quick time frame. Uh, I think he'll implode first. There's a good chance of that. What happening. do you mean by implode? I think he'll just fucking lose it. I just, I, I think he's like just to put gonna, him in a mental hospital. No, or no, no. no. Like, I, I, <laughs> I think he's just resign, gonna end up. I, I don't know if it, even shit. He might resign. I mean, getting resigning over being indicted or impeached would be a better way to go, right? That's what Nixon did. Yeah, um, maybe. You know, his ego won't allow him to do that. Th- that's the whole thing. That's why it's going to be harder and harder. Even with like this John McCain thing, and John McCain's last "fuck you" was not inviting him to his yeah. Uh, funeral. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and 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 stating I do not want him to speak. But Barbara Bush, behalf. the Bush family did the same thing with Barbara. They said do not come to her funeral. Yeah. You aren't invited, motherfucker. Yeah. Um but I mean it was it was more than that. So he has uh W and Obama doing eulogies, mm-hmm. you know, for his thing. Mm-hmm. Um they kind of the White House kind of got around it cuz now they're going to send Pence. But it, you know that's that just that's just fucking with him. Like, I'm not invited to the thing. Yeah. I wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Just like all these people. Fuck you. Like, it's just, it's just gonna be more of that shit. Um, even who was uh, Amorosa? You know, after this book and all that shit, and who knows what mm-hmm. she actually has recorded that we don't know about. That's freaking them out more. And, uh, and dude, all these people that they're granting immunity to, mm-hmm. like you only grant immunity to people who have something valuable to offer you that's going to take down someone bigger than yourself. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I promise um, you. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know if we'll see him in cuffs as as much as it would just it, we'll just see him f- just flip 
shit mm-hmm. and just be like, no, and he's going to fire Sessions and he's going to do something else fucking stupid. And then they're just going to be like, dude, you need to, you need to step down. Yeah. Like, you need to you go. You got to go, bro. You got to go. Mm-hmm. If you don't go, it's about to get real gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I think if you're already having, if, if the investigation isn't even over yet and you're already having all of these arrests and indictments and, yeah. and people pleading guilty and people like all this stuff is already happening. Mm-hmm. Mueller is not saying shit. He hasn't said shit in mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. He's proving it all through action. So mm-hmm. the thing is, all this stuff is happening already. It's just like, all right, if you were going after a child molester, you aren't going to go after him on two counts with two kids. You're going to go after him with the 49 kids that he tried mm-hmm. to fuck. All yep. right? That's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. That They haven't... I, I guarantee you, man, they have enough to take his ass down. They want they just that want shit slam dunk, alley-ooped, yeah. done. When this is released, there is no question. You have no... You have nothing to to but even I, argue. But with. It's, I think the biggest thing is, I, I mean, wasn't it? Didn't it come out? And again, I'm not. I'm not a lawyer. We've had lawyers on. I'm not one. Uh, hasn't it been said that the president, a sitting president, can't be indicted? Um, it's it's really kind of weird. I don't know how all that works, but because uh, how would you be impeached then? So impeachment isn't the same process. It's bringing charges against the president. No, the impeachment is just the removal of him from office if he had if they have done something. I thought the definition <clears throat> of impeachment was bringing charges against the president. No, we'll, we'll look, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah. But um, I, I believe impeachment is just just means the removal, right? I mean, I could be I could be wrong. You got the iPad now. Look at this. Tables have turned. <laughs> Get on the iPad, Jared. Um. Yeah, impeachment is the process by which a legislative body formally levels charges against a higher government official. So impeachment is actually bringing charges when there's actually charges brought against Mm -hmm. someone. I think when it happens, I think there's going to be, like, it's not going to be one or two charges, dude. It's going to be a list that's so bizarre that even Giuliani's going to be like, dude, I got to get out of (laughs) here. Like, this is is no place for me. Giuliani, dude, is just a joke now, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that the the, the mayor, you know, they still call him. It's like a comic. It's like a comic book, dude. They still call him Mr. Mayor, you know, like everyone calls him mayor. Uh, where, where, well, yeah, what do you just say? The, uh, you know, the truth isn't really the truth. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? The fuck are you talking about? The truth, I mean, that's just somebody else's truth. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, like, get out of here, you fucking clown. It's funny, man. I was listening to Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson the other day, and he was talking about the three different types of truths that there are. And really, objective truth is, is basically the truth that you can't argue against. That there's mm-hmm. nothing subjective, there's, no, there's nothing else. And then there's religious truth. Like, to a lot of people, truth to them is that you know the last pro- the last prophet is muhammad mm-hmm. or, you know the yeah. prophet jesus christ god's son died for my sins you can't tell someone that's untrue because you don't know that mm-hmm. however it's true to them that's like religious truth and then th- there was another one like you know i forget what it was like political truth or something like that but the objective truth on this is going to be that you broke several laws yeah everyone around you has broken laws so why just you haven't well, and that's the thing too. If if they broke the laws, but they were directed to do so. Oh yeah. And but and then that's the thing. Again, I'm no lawyer. You're no mm-hmm. lawyer. Like, I, what does that mean? Yeah. Can they go after me for doing that? I mean, yeah. then Who then knows, man? then is that all hearsay? Is hearsay a thing? Um, you know, just like the like you don't have a medical card to get marijuana, and I told you to go buy some weed, and you went and bought weed, and you got you know popped. Yeah. Well, he Going told to me jail. To, he told yeah. me to do it. I mean, would I actually get in trouble for that? Like, I don't think so. Uh, well, I don't know if it, uh, I guess, I if think you admit that he was buying it for you, maybe? 
I don't know. I mean, maybe if I'm no, because still it wouldn't matter because I didn't actually do anything. Yeah. You know, I think that's how you get around it. I think that's <clears throat> why the middleman is there. That's the fall guy, right? That's your fall guy. Like he's not paying off this this woman directly. It's going through like all kinds of channels, so we can say, I don't, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Maybe yeah, even if so, I didn't, I didn't, knows, I didn't man. not give you that money, or you know, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I think that dude's where he is because he is a fucking con man and he knows what he's doing. Maybe we'll see, dude. It's gonna be insane. It's gonna be. But speaking of, I mean, Hardy is insane. That's <clears> a fucking <throat> yeah. It, it really, it's like it's like Batman. Right, like the Joker and like the mayor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like a comic book. It is. Yeah, fucking villains, dude. But we have no heroes. Who are the fucking heroes? Where are they? I don't know, man. Well, anybody who tries to do anything anymore is uh, is criticized immediately. You know, everything has to be one way or another now. It's everything is left versus right. Yeah. You know. Um. But man, the McCain thing, I've never seen, uh, well, first of all, I never knew black people liked McCain so much. Like, cause when I, like when I looked at my Facebook feed, like a lot of comedians that I follow, I follow mm. like a lot of black comics and, mm. and actors and all that. And they were all like eulogizing McCain, like talking about how great McCain was. And I was always a fan of McCain. The first political book I ever read was Faith of My Fathers by mm. John McCain when I was like, you know, in fucking high school, like my brother gave it to me. Um, you know, so I was always, you know. I always thought McCain was all right. Um, it's just kind of it's kind of funny, like it. No, I I I wasn't. You know, uh, you know when he was uh, running for office. I mean, I I didn't vote for him. I, I was very against his policies and what he stood for. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, uh, I will say that the it's amazing to see both sides come together and you know mourn this man in such a way that it's 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 beautiful Both sides aren't coming together though man i didn't say they're coming together but they 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 were for that yeah no one no one was you know even even though in his later years he he kind of i guess turned on 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 you know the tea party and, and all these you know bigger Hardcore right wing conservatives and stuff kind of felt he was a traitor and he was a liberal at heart and blah 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 and all that shit. I mean, dude, he was just trying to do good by people. That's it. That's all. If it something was. wasn't right to him, he said, "No, this isn't right." Exactly. And uh, he, he, he had no sides, and he didn't let this, yeah. you know, hate fucking fuel his his agenda, mm-hmm. and it didn't fuel his campaign. There's there's that awesome clip, you know, where he uh, that lady at the rally, and he's like, you know, oh, Obama's a fucking Arab and blah blah blah, and he and he's, he's like, like, nope, 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 <laughs> and snacks that fucking mic. He's like, ma'am, <laughs> like no, like you know, and he talks about how good of a man he is, and he's, he's yeah, we just he, we disagree on fundamental issues. And that's you know? all he says, yeah. and it's and it's amazing. And then that's why I think that that's the only reason he lost is because he had some fucking fanatic with Palin right next that's to him. What, that's why well, he lost. He lost for two reasons. As soon as he as soon as he picked up Palin, I was like, he's done. Because yep. I was a, I was a fan of McCain. I was ready to vote for McCain, but also, man, he ran against one of the best candidates that we've the best candidate we've seen in our lifetime. Face it. There wasn't a better that candidate we've than seen, Barack yeah. Obama. You know, I don't think there was a better president in our time than yeah. uh, than Barack Obama. Not, I mean, hands down. So it's really hard to argue with a lot of that. You know, um, never once an allegation of 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 really any scandal. Yeah, no. You know, all the allegations were all bullshit. You know, like, like the, the birther issue and this uh, random that's shit. crazy town, and shit. that's yeah. the only thing you can come with. Then, then his, his biggest 
you know, scandals were uh, when he wanted to talk to uh, uh, these foreign leaders, and you've got Hannity over there, like, he wants to talk to fucking dictators and bullshit, and it's mm-hmm. like... And, and the same stuff the that same they're praising, praising Trump, Trump for doing. The same yeah, shit. Yeah, it's wild. So, yeah, they're just... People they're, are fucking know. crazy, man. Did you vote? I did. Right on, man. How'd that go? Uh, it was short and sweet, man. Uh, cause, How I many mean, things I don't did you know, vote on? I, I don't know uh, what you were registered as. Uh, <laughs> registered Republican. I'm sure you did. Yep. Uh, I didn't. I didn't change. Um, are, you, are you registered Democrat? I am. Okay. But uh, so that, that Democrat uh, ballot was... It's very short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. Actually, four things that were actually on ours for Okaloosa County I couldn't vote on. Because mm-hmm. one was for Crestview, one was for Shalimar. Yeah. You know, it's only yep. for those residents. Yep. So I think I voted for three positions. Did you vote for governor? Mm-hmm. Did you pick the winner? Mm-hmm. Right on, man. That's going to be an interesting one. We'll see how that goes, man. Did you hear what that, that guy said today? Mm-hmm. About the, uh, something about. Uh, the the republic the fuck I don't want to mess this up. Hold on, man. Let me find this real quick. Um, let's see. Yeah, he said that the Republican guy when they find out that uh, yeah, DeSantis says Floridians can't monkey this up by electing <laughs> by what? electing a black as governor. <laughs> He said, don't monkey this up. Yeah. Have you ever heard that before? I've heard people say, stop monkeying around. Yeah. You know, but I've never heard anyone say, don't monkey this up. No, you don't say that. In reference to voting for a black candidate. (laughs) Well, for anything. You don't. You haven't seen this yet? No, I didn't see that Dude, it's hardcore. Um, Let's see. Here, Ron DeSantis tells Florida not to monkey this up by electing Andrew Gillum. (laughs) This is great. This is the kind of crazy shit. That, that I'm talking about, man. Let me see if I can find this. There it is. Well, that dude is also there playing on the Trump shit hard. Yep. yep. I don't know if you saw those numbers, though. Those numbers are fucking bummer. What? What's like that? The, like... How do you plan to beat them? are always competitive and um, you know this is a guy who although he's much too too liberal for Florida I think he's got huge problems with how he's governed Tallahassee uh, you know he is an articulate spokesman for those far left views and he's a charismatic candidate and you know I watched those Democrat debates none of that was, was my cup of tea but I mean he performed better than the other people there so so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott the last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. That is not going to work. Jesus Christ. Dude, okay, so this is on Fox News, all right? I don't know which blonde girl this is on Fox News, but she came back on like two minutes later after this was over and apologized. On oh, behalf of shit. like Fox News, like we do not condone that. Like, dude, if you're a politician, your every word you say yeah. is chosen carefully. Yeah. That was done with intent. One hundred percent. Or no, he, who he uses that terminology? Roseanne. I've Barr. never heard it though. I've never heard someone Roseanne say, Barr. "Don't monkey it up." <laughs> that fucking ape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's not a, that's not a, it's not a term. That's not the same. It's not a term. That's not that a was term. used. That was very directly used. Fuck, fuck him. <laughs> uh, what, what numbers are you talking about that are said? Um, uh, 
the uh, the turnout numbers, the voting numbers. I think oh. it's something like. Uh, and it's, a lot of Democrats don't vote in our district. Uh, I don't even mean that. I mean for the entire state. Yeah. I mean this the the Republican vote. Uh, you know they're in the uh, millions more. You know something stupid like three three mil something like that. Yeah. If not, you know maybe a little more. Democrat side was like maybe reaching a mill, maybe barely wow. got over. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this uh, uh, for even this uh, this I think the turnout was like in just our county. Our county was like fifteen fifteen thousand and some change uh, Republican, and it was around like yeah like twenty five hundred mm-hmm. for uh, Democrats. Which I mean that's but even the whole county, man. We we've got more people than. Uh, what what is you know oh, 18, 18 yeah no it was kind of more people than eighteen thousand people we got more yeah. than that yeah Oakland's uh, County's a lot yeah so just no one's voting and the people yeah. and we can't get Democrats out to vote <clears throat> yeah I think we will in November that's that's so, when man. it matters that's when it matters I think these numbers are always that way in the primaries man you know like I said there's no point dude I I register as a Republican just so I could vote against Gates because that's basically the election yeah for our district. Whoever wins that Republican primary yesterday is yeah. is who's going to be your congressman, who's going to represent you. Even so, those numbers for Gates it was something stupid. It was like sixty three percent. Oh, dude, it was yeah, it was nuts. My, but you know, my yeah, yourself. Do what I can. <laughs> uh, I'll do what I'm allowed to. Um. So, uh, so yeah, man, that was fun. Um, you you mentioned uh, whatever challenge I'm on right now, and we were talking about beers. I remember that I'd mentioned oh, you got to a new you. One? Well, I remember that I'd mentioned to you that I was either going to do 300 miles on the bike uh-huh. or 100 miles running in mm-hmm. a month, 31 days. Well, I I messed up and <laughs> I well I decided I went and rode my bike and I, I did 15 miles and I felt like I could do more after that. After mm-hmm. 15 miles, I was like I probably could have gone more. I was like, so maybe 300 miles. That's 15 miles in 20 a day, 20 days out of 30. I was like, that's pussy shit. I'm going to do both. So I decided, so I started, I started three days ago and I'm going to do 300 miles on the bike and 100 miles on my feet. Uh-huh. Yep. So, and the, the, really the only rule is like steps during the day. That's bullshit. No, that's not countable. Uh, my, by foot, that either has to be me running or uh, like taking my dog for walks like in the morning like with the intent of walking a, a specific distance you know so i'm not allowed to like track my steps throughout the day and say i've walked seven miles so today. you can track your dog that's bitch so, that's bitch shit what do you mean it's bitch shit? no you gotta be running it's all got bullshit dude i okay gotta run. listen to this okay so tell me this is bitch shit yesterday i walked my dog two miles mm-hmm. after immediately after that i ran three yeah so there's five miles right there and then i rode my bike 13 and a half miles Later in the day, that's not bitch shit to anybody. Walking your dog shouldn't count. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, <clears throat> that's just normal movement. Well, you well, sit okay, in the okay, all day. okay. So, but what if I, what if I had just done the 300 miles on the bike? You'd have been like, that's a good challenge. I'm mean, like, that's an okay. So now I'm throwing in a, a spot to where if I walked my dog two miles, twenty of those days, that's a forty. I'm still gonna have to run sixty fucking miles. Fuck you. It's still a tough challenge. I'm going to do it, man. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Shane. If that's bit shit, I'll challenge you to do how many you want to do. And let's see how that goes. My steps count, though. Nah, bro. <laughs> I'm on my it's feet. You work in an office. What does that have to do with anything? Dude, I run all day. 
I, could you go run three miles? No, I don't run. Okay, actually fuck off. Run. All right. Fuck that. So bringing this full circle, man, another thing I want to talk to real quick, just a point that I've been thinking about lately. Um, I think the three things that are meant to help people the most, uh, basically medicine, uh, politics, they make laws to, to govern your life, and uh, and religion. I think religion is at heart is supposed to help people. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? You yeah. listen to me, motherfucker? I, I'm sorry. Our, our guest that we're having later on tonight was just texting me. I'm just okay. making sure she got she, – she's driving in from Birmingham. Just to come on the, just the podcast? Come, just to come Bullshit. on the pod- No, she, I think she's going to be here for a couple of days, but she's okay. making sure she All can right. get here by whatever, so – Right on. Tell, tell her we're making just fine time that we're good. Um, All right, no, I wasn't. But anyways, religion, politics, medicine. I think I feel like those are the three biggest things in our life that are supposed to that are meant to benefit people. Yeah, that were that were instituted to benefit people. And I, I just I was talking with people, especially in talking about the opioid crisis, and I've seen this happen firsthand from working in restaurants that deliver to these pharmaceutical companies that, like these far basically, I think money fucks it all up everywhere across the board. I think, uh, I think yeah. money has ruined politics. Uh-huh. Money's ruined religion. Hands down, money's ruined religion. And money has ruined medicine as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you have the, these three things that are really good things. Mm-hmm. And and money has made them evil. Mm-hmm. And what, what can we do about that? I don't know. I, I mean, you're also talking specifically about this country, you know, and, and I think you, you, you need to be aware. Um, uh, let, let's take uh, medicine, because what you really mean is healthcare, and privatizing healthcare well, is a bad idea. Mainly the, the idea. pharmaceutical companies well, this is what getting these doctors that, to. Exactly. You know. uh, and even outside of this country, there are, you know, epidemics with prescription drugs like that, you know, because I think drug use is still, again, I don't think, yes. The pharmaceutical company is to blame for a huge chunk of that, right? Because you're pushing this. They need to sell the products that this now privatized doctor needs to get, you know, unload this inventory that he has and all that. I get that. But I also feel that uh, it takes a person to go, you know what? Like, yeah, I want to eat these fucking Oxycontins. And they make me feel good and I want more of them and I'm going to abuse these drugs. I, I, I think that a lot of that has to initially do with you 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 are first going yes i'm going to take that and then after that then you don't you will lose control of it because it does make you feel good and coming down off that shit and living in reality off of those drugs is way harder than being on them and that's what starts ruining lives right but i think it's I all assume so. i think yeah, i think, it's, I think right. it's education first you know there's something something's got to be missing it, with all of, all of the different cases yes they're individually based but something has to trigger these people where they go yeah, that's cool. And I know a lot of it, because when you're talking about pharmaceuticals, you're supposed to trust your doctor, right? Your doctor says, yeah, you should take these. You know, They're prescribing the same shit for the same person who has sleep problems, the same person who broke a fucking backbone, okay. the same person who you know tweaked you know, their ankle. Yeah, because they took them out to some really, really nice dinners. It, it, and, exactly. You know, and so I, I brought some mellow mushroom catering to the <laughs> fucking event. And I agree, but um, I think you also need to look outside where the the healthcare system is not privatized, and there are still those problems there. So why are those still happening in those countries, and they're happening here? You know what I'm saying? Well, there's a line between personal responsibility and also. Yeah. What the doctors yes are prescribing, it's a fine it's a fine line there. 
So I do think non-privatized medicine would cut down on that significantly, mm-hmm. but I, it wouldn't be a cure for that problem. Yeah. Um, money into our politics, yeah, you're the same shit, but I think there's also bigger problems with our, our politics, our government, that, that isn't just a root of the money issues, you know? Uh, I think a two-party system's fucked. I think that that Agreed. that has a lot to do with the divisiveness too. It's it's you're picking a side. It's fucking high school gym all over again. You yeah. know what I mean? You've got to pick one. Which one's better? Fuck. You know. Um, uh, and even even you know local politics here. You know, they, they, there's always some bullshit and it never like really works out. This is all still an experiment. You know, it's just it's the best one we've got right now. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, uh, we think. We think. We don't know. <laughs> we, have, we have fucking. We have no idea. Yeah. I also believe that fundamentally, as as humans, that's our human condition. Is we're all winging it. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> well, we're we're just we're, we're all we're all conditioned to, yeah. you know, just environmentally. Uh, so many different factors. That's Mainly the environment. Itself, yeah. yeah. So. Um, and that's that's another thing too, man. Is especially just recently driving cross country, mm. you really like w- when you're in Portland and you're in Seattle, you feel like you're in a different country. Mm. It's a different spot than mm-hmm. the Panhandle of Florida for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. You feel like you're you know you're in a different spot. So I don't know. Who knows, man? Lots of things. Lots of things, man. Um. I wish we had answers for it. I, just, I think that's the problem is that we're looking for answers that might not actually be there. Well, we're also missing out on discussion to what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. People don't discuss things with each other anymore because they're afraid of people getting fired up and becoming argumentative or violent mm-hmm. or anything like that. Where, where when you have opposing viewpoints, it's okay to discuss those. Yeah. But now it's, it's what is it? How many characters? 120, 180, oh, whatever. Like 180 character response to your to tweet. Yeah, to, to to a problem or an issue that just the nuance of takes five minutes to get through before you even start talking about any possible solution to it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just really strange, man. Strange times, dude. Weird things. Uh, we recently had our fantasy football draft. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's for, a sw- yeah, switch for, it, yeah. For our league. Uh, you excited about football season, first of all? You get to go see your, your boys so, play yeah, this year. I, I find, yeah, I'm going to get out. I mean, I wish it was, you know, whatever. I, I wish it was a bigger game. I don't give a shit. It's mm. going to be a night game. Mm. Uh, it's the second game of the fucking season. Yeah. Um, or third. Yeah, third game, second home game. I'm stoked. Yeah, who do you uh, have first? Who does Georgia oh, have first? Oh, fuck, fuck nobody. Um, uh, Austin Peavy. Who's your some second Some shit game? like that. Uh, Middleton. Uh, uh, the second game is uh, Carolina, South Carolina. Okay. And then, and then we've got. Uh, I'm going to uh, that Middle Tennessee game. Um, and then the schedule is actually pretty pretty legit, man. After that, it's, well, you're uh, in the SEC, of course. Well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, what? No, I, the SEC is a tough conference. Oh, I thought you're bullshit. I don't have to. You aren't like, one of those like, guys. Hate. <laughs> I don't have to do that to you. <laughs> All right, word. All right, well, I appreciate you, that. Yeah, you aren't one of those guys. Greatest country or greatest <laughs> you're, conference you're in right. God's country, SEC, <laughs> man. Big Ten bullshit. Who, who else? Pac-10. People on the West Coast, they don't even play football. <laughs> like You aren't one of those guys. Yeah, right, so I can talk to All you. Right, cool. The SEC has been the biggest a, powerhouse I in the last decade. I thought you were being a dick. 
No, that's a tough that. fucking conference. It is a tough. Fucking I don't conference. want to play in there. I don't want to. I don't want to play in a lot of these conferences. I just. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, you got to give those guys shit. I feel that. Yeah. I thought you were giving yeah. me shit. So I appreciate you not giving me yeah, shit. Man. So I'm sorry I assumed you were giving me well, shit. That's okay. Uh, yeah, it's actually a tough uh, schedule after that. But, uh, yeah, we did. We just had our draft. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to – I don't want to get too into that, but uh, uh, fuck you. <laughs> you yeah. Dude, you took like three dudes. I just had them like, – dude, I had them queued up just in case I missed it. I had them yeah. queued up. Boom, fucking took Landry. Boom, right off the bat, took Todd Gurley. Yeah. Son of a bitch, That's dude. why I took the first pick, because I knew I wanted Gurley this year. I knew I wanted him, so when they got to me, and they're like, what pick do you want? And I was like, fuck, first is available? Because a lot of people like to pick six. You're like, five, six, seven? Yeah. Because that gives you time between each pick, mm-hmm. whatever. No, uh, no, I don't. I knew I, I wanted Gurley. Yeah. I wanted Gurley, so I said, I'm going to take him first. And then, you know, it, it all works out the same, you know? I thought you were going to take Elliot, man. That's what I thought you were going to nah, take. Not unless I have to. Not unless that's the best pick at the time. But uh, anyway. So. You, did, you, you took uh, Landry, too. You took Jarvis Landry. I was upset about that. Yeah. I don't know if you have, but I've been watching that. H- I've been it's watching good. Hard Knocks. And HBO's trying. Bless them. Dude, real Bless hard. Em. They're trying real hard to make me a fucking Cleveland's fan, dude. <laughs> you're you're going to root for the Browns. I'm, gonna, oh, I'm absolutely going to root for the I'm rooting Browns. for the Browns, too. Like uh, Some things that I've taken away from Hard Knocks is, number one, Baker Mayfield is not nearly as big of a dickhead yes. as they want, as they wanted, or you thought he was. I think he was. I I think he got he got people humbled. are talking to I think him. he got humbled real yeah. quick yeah, yeah yeah and that was the whole thing that's why he's not starting or seeking that you know he's like I'm cool man I was talking about Dan Collins about hard knocks and I was like of course you're watching hard knocks right and he's like he's like yeah I said man I think Cleveland might be my number two this year, man. He's like, they're really hard not to root for. <laughs> I said, well, yeah, well, I yeah. always root for the underdog anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, but man, there's some there's good guys on that team. I like the coaching staff minus the head coach. I think he's goofy. He's goofy. Ja- that's, Jackson, why I, that's, why Jackson. I, that's why I like Hugh Jackson. I, I, I like him. Like, he shouldn't be. When he starts to. Dude, there's some parts he's like, in he's there like, where he's, he's like, like at the head of the table and he's like, I'm at the head of the table, so I make these decisions. When you're at the head of the table, you can make these decisions. Kind of thing. And I'm like, that doesn't work for you, dude. I like Greg, Greg Williams, their Which defensive that coordinator. One? The one with the glasses? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think so. With like the bleach blonde kind of he's older but he's got like white He's old. Yeah, he, well they're both they're Greg both Williams. they're both older. Greg with a double G. They're both older. And yeah. but there's one They're both Greg. The one that the bun, the one that like lost his voice during the, like the episode 1. Dude, that's Greg Williams. Yeah. And yeah. Wait, did you see that shit where um, that guy? Yeah, I fucking <laughs> yeah. love that guy. Yeah, Greg Williams is great, man. And, and, and one of the players walks by and he's like he's like you need to get a lozenge coach. I, I got some lozenges, bitch. <laughs> and, and a company out of like they didn't say which company but some company out in California sent him like eight boxes of fucking lozenges because he was on Hard Knocks 3 years ago when he was an assistant in St. Louis. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he, I think he took over in St. Louis when that coach got fired. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because <laughs> that I was like funny. That His, uh, the, the, I forget what the coach's name was at St. Louis a couple years ago. I'm really terrible with names, but he was like his famous line from that hard knock season. He said it a couple times. Like, we're not going fucking seven and nine. Yeah, that's we're it. Not. That's right. And he yeah, ended up is, going like two right. and <laughs> I don't think he made it through the season. I think Greg Williams took over for him. But, yeah, Greg, dude, Greg Williams is great, man. The coaching staff is great. I like Cleveland. The GM the GM is great. He walks around with the 
with that hat on and oh, the loose the sweater. sweatshirt. Yeah, the sweat that first sweater, episode, yeah. he's wearing fucking uh, flip flops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the GM. Yeah, like, I, I, I like him. I want him to do well. I don't think Josh Gordon's gonna make it through the season. We don't know yet. Um, did you watch uh, last night's episode? I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that dude's got some we'll problems, see. man. We'll see, dude. We'll so, see. I'm, but I hope he does well. Oh. But anyway, that's why I picked up Jarvis Landry. I know you did. Because I don't think Gordon's going to make it through this season. <laughs> bless so him. I think that's going to be. you got to bless him. Bless him. you got to bless him. Uh, uh, last thing, man, real quick before we go. I don't know if my dad listens to this anymore or not. I, I know he probably he, he said I used the F word too much, which I completely understand. I try not to. Um, but anyway, it was just recently his 16th birthday. Um, so happy birthday to him. We took it. We got. We did a, pon- a pontoon boat for the day. Oh cool. Um, got him. Got him a new bicycle, whatever. So he's gonna be riding that around. He's sixty, so he needs some some less impact exercising that he can do. So and he just retired too, good. right? He's about to retire. About yeah, to retire. he might be retiring early actually. Uh, but I was able to. Uh, I got one of the guys from the Impractical Juggers to to send him a that was rad. congratulations message. Yeah, dude, I was pretty pumped about that because, well, I wasn't gonna show it to him until he actually announced his retirement date. Uh-huh. Then I was gonna show it to him, but I've been sitting on it for about a month. Football season's about to start, and Murr says, Murr from Practical Joker sent mm-hmm. my dad a congratulations message. Uh, but Murr from Practical Joker says, go blue at the end of the message. So uh-huh. I was like, football season's about to start. And when we gave my dad, like, the bike, he knew that we had gotten him a bike already. And he's, like, it, he always makes a big deal out of it because he's never surprised. So I was yeah. like, okay, you weren't surprised yesterday. We gave you the bike. Watch this shit. And I think I got him. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you pretty got him? Sure. Yeah, he was a little surprised. That's awesome. For sure. For sure. He couldn't talk for a couple minutes it, afterwards. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah man. That's cool. So uh, that was pretty nifty, man. So he didn't yeah. say go blue. Uh, immediately followed by that's for the Giants, right? <laughs> I think that was part of the joke. No, it was the joke. It was the joke. He's like he's a Giants fan. Yeah. I get it. Uh Yeah, that's awesome, man. Congrats, Dave. Yeah. Good for him, man. I'm never gonna be able to retire. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or possibly make it to sixty. So uh, we'll those see. are both those are both two accomplishments that uh, that I hope maybe one day I can accomplish as well. So shouts to him, man. And uh, man, I think that's about it. Thanks for hanging out, yeah, man. Talking for me a while, dude. How's your uh, your your season's over, man? Are you finally chilling out at work? No, not at all. The season's <laughs> not over. No, fuck no. Uh, and then what is the? I don't know when this is going to come out, but uh, this is this is Labor Labor Day. Memorial yeah, Day, yeah, Labor Day. The next holiday coming up is Labor Day. Yeah. Labor Day, yeah. So this is Labor Day weekend. So uh, now, dude, we're still kicking it. We're still rocking it. Um, oh, that's right. This coming weekend is Labor Day weekend. Yeah, f- Fuck. Monday. Yeah, yeah. This, this weekend. Yeah, this is it, dude. People are coming. Oh. In the, yeah, there's been like a little lull, like the past what, like a couple. No, no, I, I'm not even gonna say that. It hasn't been a lull, dude. It's crazy. That place is nuts. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this whole town's gonna blow up here this weekend, and then it should probably die down a little bit yeah they say die down but i was talking with the guys at mcguire's the other day and they said there is no dying down anymore there's not um and after depends. october you get a break mm, yeah after halloween like november yep. december and january but then like even then the snowbirds still not even not even uh, you know no like so right. november you've got all these kids coming home you've got yeah. you know families that they come yeah. down here uh, to get away from the cold no there's no break anymore the only real lull that i see is right after new year's eve yeah. and to a about uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then it picks right the fuck back up. But good for us, man, right? I guess. Making money. Yeah. Doing it. I guess so, man. I do miss those, uh, you know, <laughs> just being able to relax and 
take like, a stroll. I'm working three days this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah <laughs> I'm gonna that. go out to the beach that. and no one's out there. Yes. Yeah, dude. I remember that like when I first actually like made Destin my permanent location. Like mm-hmm. I've been around the area since '96, but I lived like permanently in Destin mm-hmm. since like '0506, and like I remember how beautiful like t- in 2005, mm-hmm. dude, October and like May. Yeah. After spring break, but before summer, dude, it's unbelievable. There was, I mean, it was, there was, there weren't people here. You drive down the street at like 1030 at night. No one. And you want to see a car for like mm-hmm. a mile or two yeah. on fucking 98. Yeah. It's crazy, man. No, dude, when we, yeah, when we used to uh, go try to catch seagulls. <laughs> yeah. That, but yeah. We, you know, we be... talked about that the other day, man. Did talked we? about that with my wife. Yeah. Cause I taught, <laughs> I taught her cousins how to fucking catch them and they did, did too. Yeah. Yes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but we would go out there. We would go behind the back porch, and nobody would be yeah. out there. And we catch seagulls. And we catch seagulls. Dude. <laughs> okay, we'll end with that. All right. But if you want to catch a seagull, this is what you have to do: bury everything but your head under the sand, and right around your chest area is put your hands face up to the sky, and bury your hands just barely underneath the sand with a towel over mm-hmm. your hands, and put a, a thin layer of sand over the towel. So the only thing that's out of the sand is your, basically your eyes and, and a way that you can, you can breathe, throw Cheetos all over. It's gotta be the Cheetos. Towel area. <laughs> and we're not talking about like puffy Cheetos, like, no, no like, like crispy little that Cheetos. Look like, like a bam, bam, bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Bam, bam, bat. <laughs> <laughs> so throw those Cheetos on your chest. And within three minutes, you're going to have 40 seagulls flying over you. One of the, they can tell something's not right. They know something's not quite right. But one of those bastards is going to get brave enough to come down there and get one of those Cheetos. When they come down and get one of those Cheetos, that's when you strike. No, you wrap them up. Yep. You wrap them in the towel <laughs> and uh, hold on. <laughs> but don't hurt them. Try not to hurt them. This that's, is it. This is the catch towels, and release. That was what the towel yeah. for. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't to, to be, well, it's it's comical. This isn't to be cruel to animals. No, it's catch and release. I will. Uh, seagulls are shitheads, though. They are. So. They are still. <laughs> but no, it is it anyway. it's catch and release. Just so you can say, I caught a fucking seagull, yeah. some Cheetos, dude. Um, but man, we have some great guests coming up. Uh, most notably, uh, next week we have Chad and Morgan coming back in here. I think he's going to come in here quarterly to discuss uh, local issues with us. And he was such a great guest the first time. We just want to have him back in here. Uh, famous uh, attorney. The one and only David J. Maloney is confirmed. So uh, David J. Maloney is going to come see us in October. We have that going on. And then I also just got another confirmation from Dave Hope. Dave Hope played bass for the band Kansas uh, all throughout their heyday for about 20 years, uh, then turned into uh, a pastor mm-hmm. and uh, spent his time pastoring here in the local area and and just recently retired as well. Now he's playing in a little local band just yeah, to get out and play. Again, right? Yeah, and I'm trying to I'm helping them out with some dates and stuff, so I was able to kind of work in like, the, hey man, you want to come talk some shit on the podcast? And he agreed to. So uh, so right. we're gonna have uh, yeah we're gonna have you know a pretty a pretty decent musician in here as well. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. Shane, thanks for. Uh, rabbling on with me dude this was a uh, therapeutic man it was this is good so. we don't we need to do this more yeah like maybe every 10 episodes or yeah. something we just get yeah. on here because like i said we don't get to talk about a lot of uh current events because a lot of yeah. times they just aren't fitting for the conversation and everything so thanks everyone for listening email us shout us out if you have questions for any of our guests get them to us we'll get back with you episode 39.5 in the books shane thank you man thanks dude
your breath until your face turns blue. Don't drink, don't smoke, don't do crack cocaine. Don't jump without a parachute out of a plane. Don't drink your craft beers through your plastic straws. Don't support gun rights or gun control laws. Don't go to a funeral pretending you're dead. Don't name your kid Richard if your last name's Head. Don't go up in the dirigible or down with the ship. Don't request wagon wheel if you're not gonna tip. There's a whole lot of don'ts, but there's one big do.